is miserable. It's miserable. It's dark. It's horrible. Well, exactly. So it's miserable. But also, we have we've had one sunny day in about three weeks. We've been recorded. I don't know, like two days ago, maybe yesterday. Can't remember. I well, can't remember, I'm too hungover. Yeah, it's like getting to the point where you walk out <laughs> and it's like really over, cold. Jim? All the celebrations finished ages ago. I'm hungover too, why aren't you hungover? Yeah, why aren't because you hungover? I didn't drink last night. I uh, drank so much, I forgot, it was great. Did yeah, you I remember up? him he, this morning, he was like, for some reason I'm really drunk. Yeah, I don't know what happened because I only had a few drinks. Oh, whoa, 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 we're recording, guys. Oh, shit. We better say <laughs> hello to everyone. Uh, hello, listeners. Hello. Uh, welcome to My Turn Podcast. Yay. Yay. Hello. Hello. Um, we are three siblings uh, and not? this is a gaming podcast, but um, also we just are just talking crap right now because two of us are hungover. Yes. And uh, the other one's being smug about the fact he's not hungover. Yeah, he's been really uh, uh, And we were literally just talking shit. <laughs> yes, we were literally just talking about the finer details of shit. Yes. We were actually discussing, um, just before we started the podcast, uh, why horses can walk and poo and humans can't. And how much of an inconvenience it is having to go to the toilet. I mean, imagine if you didn't have to do that, how much time you'd save over a year. I know, if you could just walk around like yeah. you're in the supermarket, and you're like, oh, I need a cheeky shit, and it could just yeah. like happen while you're shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so efficient. Uh, and why were we talking about that? Because um, I've got a bit of a stomachache. <laughs> Gem's going to try and go through the whole episode without shitting herself. <laughs> Will she make it? Uh, so as you can tell, this is not a gaming podcast hosted by like professional games journalists that take it really seriously. We're normal people. We're siblings. We we're just really like games. Nothing normal. Though. Yeah, no, we're not normal. That is true. Uh, we should introduce <laughs> ourselves. Okay, you go first. I'm Jem. I'm the oldest sibling. Yeah. I'm Bilan. I'm the middle sibling. I'm Erim. I'm the newest sibling and also the best. No, you're not. Oh, well, no one else said they were the best, so I got that title. Thank you. <sighs> He's the best at being rubbish. Ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, free games. So we've got um, a panic room by Trapped in Corby. Hang on a minute. Called... Hello. This is the first time we've talked about a live game experience. Oh my goodness, it is. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I thought I'd mix it up because every other game that I've been playing is just Total War, Total War, Total yeah, War. you do like Total War. So well, we're actually reviewing a panic room today. Yes. Uh, what else are we reviewing? We've got Smash Brothers and we've also got Cat Quest and Dark Souls Remastered. Ooh, we've got a full and packed program for you kids. Get your ears ready. This is going to be good. <laughs> Who's going to start? Erin. Oh, Okay. Stop right. panicking. Well, yeah, let's talk about this panic oh, room. Oh, I am. I feel really on the spot. So, Erin. And no spoilers. Oh, my God. That's going to be really difficult, isn't it? Yeah. I will try not to tell you the code that's 4421. Oh, oh, oh she's messed it up already. <laughs> <laughs> no, so just Aaron don't tell them which room you did. Sorry? Just don't tell them which room it was and that'll be fine. Or where it was. Or where it was. I just did a panic room. It was grand. So you just stood in a room and panicked? Yeah, I got locked in there for an hour. I didn't know what was happening. You were like, oh my yeah. God, let me out. But I managed to get in, get out without, yeah, with, and under an hour. Go me, yeah. Woo! 
Okay, so tell us actually in a nutshell. Uh, excuse me, you've got to ask how me questions. You... I'm asking you a question. Oh, that is a question. Sorry, yeah. I am hungover. Well, it wasn't really a question. You were telling him to tell you something. That's yeah. not a question because, uh, you know, you weren't asking You didn't let question. me finish. At the end of what I was saying, <laughs> I would have gone up slightly implying it was a question. Okay, uh. let's retake. <laughs> Erin, in a nutshell, could you describe your panic room experience? Very. You didn't go up at the end. Oh my god, just shut up! Can we try again? Erin, in a yes. nutshell, could you tell us about your panic room experience? It was very fucking scary. <gasps> okay, yeah. so um, give us some details. What? How did this uh, panic room experience play out? So, it was kind of... Um... I guess it was a bit of a, like, you knew straight away it was a horror kind of setting because they have scare ratings on all of them. And us being us and my group of friends, we went for the scariest one. So you start off by going into this motel and you get locked in for the night slash one hour. And... it's one of those kind of hotels. Yeah, well, motel, not hotel. So it was was actually called motel. It was actually called motel. Yeah, so you start off in a room... And you start by uh, looking around the room and kind of putting a few things together. I won't say exactly what it is, but you start to find out that there's something very wrong with this motel room. Okay. You um, also come across a series of videos which show people being killed in this room. Oh. Yeah. So so, so just paint paint the scene for us. Is it a a motel room as in beds? Yep, TV, bed, shitty TV. Maybe bedside cabinet or mini bar. Yep, DVD and, player. Okay, uh, and then is there like a tap. bathroom? No. Oh, uh, because no that would have been super scary. No, 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 so no. There's no bathroom and they lock you in for the night. That's a really weird motel. Well, there's a tap. How do you make things go down the tap? <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is going back to our shitting. I know, Bill is now thinking about the logistics of shitting up a tap. I'm not really sure. <laughs> we got I mean, there was a wardrobe. I guess you could go in there if you wanted Does to. Does it go to Narnia? I don't know. Did you there go was in a the man in there, though. It was well scary. Like a real man? Yeah, so basically, the, what, what separated this from other ones that I've been to was there was actually an actor ah. involved in it as well who was the okay. killer. And have you just spoiled it for anyone else who's going no, to do no, this no. room? No, no, no. You know straight away that okay. that's kind of like the point of the room. Uh, and it says in the description, like, there is a live actor in this as well. As opposed to a dead one. Yes, as opposed to one of those dead ones. Good. Um, Don't yeah, want any so... more actors dying for the name of art. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. He might kill you, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. So we sort of interrupted you describing the game. Sorry, so continue. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you're starting to piece together all these things that have happened in this room. Um, as you're doing it, and as time goes on, the actor starts to, uh, almost break into the room. So you feel really under pressure to try and, like, unlock, uh, the next part. So basically, panic rooms always go from room to room to room, and you have to try and escape. Yeah. Yeah. So you're feeling really under pressure, uh, from this guy because he's actually like he will be knocking on the door and like when um, we were just about to go into the next room the wardrobe flung open he was standing there so we had to run through to the next door really quickly and then shut the door yeah shut the you. thing afterwards oh my god yeah so we got into the second room and oh my god it was it's really well done there was like dead bodies 
and heads and stuff everywhere. It was it felt like uh, I was in a solo game. So not for the squeamish. N- no. <laughs> I mean, no, to be fair, you did say it had clear kind of scare ratings when yeah. you booked the experience. So. Yeah. But it was very, very jumpy. And there was a few things that I didn't even notice that the others did. Um, one of the puzzles we were doing was actually facing a wall. And this wall had like some sort of kind of like dark acrylic plastic that you could barely see through, but you could see through. Um, and at one point when someone was doing the puzzle, Lights there was just on. two eyes looking ah! through. Yeah. And like they didn't say anything until the person had done the puzzle because it was like one of those ones if you flinch. Off. You drop a key or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they waited until they were gone. And then, uh, my friend Sarah was like, yeah, there was a pair of eyes just watching oh, you. As you were doing that. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what was the best thing about this experience without spoilers, if you can. The atmosphere. Yeah, it was really... <laughs> I genuinely shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good because you, like normally you um, think about things, I guess, quite logically, but because everyone was like in such a panic to get to the yeah. next bit, it was quite frantic, but it made it really uh, thrilling and really exciting. Ah. Um, and how many of you did it? So it was four of us in total. That's good, because when I've done one of these before, the thing I didn't like about it was that we were shoved in with a bunch of strangers and I just yeah. didn't like some of the other people weren't very nice really the zombie one with yeah the, the zombie ch- one chains as well oh it was horrible I had a headache because this zombie was just like rattling its chains against a piece of metal for yeah. the entire time and I'm really sensitive to loud like I just don't like really loud noises like that and so yeah. I couldn't think clearly and there was um, a couple in there that were just re- already dr- they were quite drunk and oh, they God. were really really bossy and rude yeah and um, that just ruined the experience for me. I just, just wanted to get out of there. I just wasn't enjoying it. And you yeah. know how much I love... Part, we've done an escape room together and I've enjoyed myself so much. Yeah, the mini one. Yeah, the mini one yeah. we did. And that was with another with a couple that we hadn't met before, but they were, you know, our kind of people. Like, yeah. They had the same I mean, kind of it attitude. it was at Comic-Con. They've got to yeah, be our they were, kind of people. <laughs> they, they were at Comic-Con, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so I always wonder about that. And I don't think I'd want to necessarily do a panic room with a bunch of... I think there was about... 12 of us in this oh, really? One. Yeah, and only really three, of, three or four of us were friends. I think the maximum amount for this room was six in mm, total. That's, that's pretty standard, four to yeah, six is the usual um, number. To be honest, I think uh, even if there were six of you, there was enough to do and look around that you wouldn't like be stepping on each mm. other's toes. So I think it was really well uh, worked out. But four was absolutely perfect for us. Mm. And was there, in fact, what was the worst thing about it? Oh, was there anything? I think the only thing that really I would change was at the very end, the actor came in um, into the room and it just kind of ruined it a little bit because it was just a bloke. What, as in he came in and went, hi everyone, uh, I, no, my no, name's no. Dave, uh, I've been my pleasure to be your killer for the evening. <laughs> uh. yeah, he just introduced himself, just like that. No, as in, um, the rest of the time, he was always kind of like in the peripheral, like he'd be in the cupboard or, or like mm. at the door, or like I said, peeking through the door with his eyes. Yeah. But at the very end, as you're doing like one of the uh, puzzles, you actually have him there as well and it just didn't I don't know it kind of ruined it a little it ruined bit. the fear a bit yeah the suspense I guess is gone then yeah it's a bit like he can't actually like kill you can no. you see, see, it's but, a bit like Insidious yeah. where there's that whole build up and then it's basically Darth Maul and you're like why yeah why? yes yes <laughs> thank you it, it is, <laughs> it is yeah, yeah actually alright 
But yeah, obviously. Have you seen that, that film? I have seen that film. I can't remember which one it is. Oh, it's a great it's the actor from, from Star Wars. No, 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 just the monster is Darth Maul. Yeah, it basically looks like Darth Maul. Oh, right, okay, fine. But it's a great, like, the film could be amazing, but yeah. the end is not great. The end just it's, basically... It's just ruins it. <laughs> anyway, that, that's our opinion, whatever. Yeah. So the same kind of thing for this, really, except not quite as disappointing because it wasn't Darth Maul. It was <laughs> the guy in the mask with a chainsaw. Amazing. <laughs> and you touched on the atmospherics and stuff. I mean, could you speak to... The overall story design and the use of, I don't know if they use sound or anything like that to kind of enhance the story design and the immersiveness of the experience. Uh, I can't remember there being any particular music like there had been in other ones. Um, But there was definitely, uh, you know, the way the rooms were laid out and it was all so dark and dingy. Also, the way the motel room was so like retro, it kind of lended to that very well. Um, the first thing you do when you go in, you you, you have a DVD player basically, mm-hmm. and you have to. Do you watch. get a free DVD player? Yeah, free DVD. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you go in and you 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 find uh, DVDs around the room, and you just put them in. You start watching what's happened, and that really starts to, you know, uh, I think that's really good that they do that, and it shows yeah. the people being killed and stuff. So I think, yeah, that they did that very well. Yeah. Um, and the first room being quite minimal as well just makes it like, what what are we going to do? How, what are we meant to do? You're really yeah. kind of puzzled at first. Yeah. Yeah. But in, but overall, you think the art design of the way that the the art like the art department have kind of pulled the stops out in order to make it feel of a sort of other era that retro motel feel. Yeah, definitely in the first room. I mean, it's it's very. Uh, bare bones but when you go into the second room like I said it's almost like being in a saw film there's like just decapitated things yeah heads (laughs) yeah it's quite creepy the second and third room so Erin yes what would you rate this experience out of 10 I'd say uh, do you know what I'd give it a 9 out of 10 it was so good and what about scare rating? What would you give it out of scare, 10? Well, it depends what kind of person you are, to be honest. like What about you? The kind of person pers- you are. Well, it made me jump a lot. And it made you pee your pants. <laughs> Sorry? And it made you pee your pants. Yeah, I shat myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd say it was quite scary. Um, for the average person, I'd say, yeah. It's more of a jump scare thing. And as well, like, uh, the atmosphere is scary mm. as well. Um, but it's not OTT. Like, it's not as bad as, oh, my God, I went down a maze in Alton Towers where the actors could touch you and you actually got separated from groups and stuff. They literally grabbed you and oh, threw no, you. Oh, no, don't that like was, that. Yeah, that was very scary. Where it was, This was a bit less than that. It was like, Did you have to sign a disclaimer for the Alton Towers? No. I oh, know. I should review that, actually. It was so good. <laughs> so, so good. But, yeah, that's it. All right. Very good. Fantastic. Well done, Erin. Thank you. Um, so let's move on, shall we? We've now got uh, quite a lot of Switch games to review. Yes. Only three. Well, that's a lot. That is, that is quite talking a about lot. four games. That is true. Well, we're, Gem's only doing two halves of a game. Yeah, but the I'm next game, yeah, I'm doing the full game, and that's Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers Ultimate. Ooh, Ooh. Which came out very recently, 7th of December, I believe. Yep, I got it for myself as an early Christmas present because I just couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're a massive Smash Brothers fan. Yeah, then. when the first Smash Brothers game came out, I got it for Christmas, but every time we went to Blue Water in the run-up to Christmas, I would go into the game shop yeah. where they had a, a game 
uh, to demo and it was Smash Brothers and I would play it and uh, I managed to unlock all of the extra fighters on this demo version of the game even though it resets the game every 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, oh wow! So in twenty Ow. minutes you unlocked. No, not in twenty minutes. <laughs> in like subsequent playthroughs, uh, one oh, of one I of the see. unlocks was beat the classic mode in under twenty minutes to unlock Captain Falcon. Yeah, which I found out by beating the game in under twenty minutes. Wow! Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Blue Water is, it's a big shopping centre near where we live. Big out of town shopping centre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone doesn't know what Smash Brothers is, in it, a nutshell. It's uh, a beat-em-up where Nintendo characters just beat seven shades of shit out of each other. <laughs> Yay! So this, this is an ongoing series, isn't it? So wh- wh- what number are we on now? What this is Smash the Brothers? fifth one in the series. So the, or- the original was Super Smash Brothers. Then you had Super Smash Brothers and that was Melee. Uh, the original was N64. Oh, N64. Then there was GameCube, Wii, Wii U, and this is on the Switch. And, yeah, the first one only had eight fighters to begin with and four unlockables. Mm -hmm. This one has something like 73 characters. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Oh, (laughs) goodness. 73? Yes, and you start start the game with only the original eight that you started with in the first Smash Brothers. So in, like, the second, third, and fourth, they gave you a few more starting characters, but you still had to unlock them. In this one, you start with just the original eight, but you do unlock the characters stupidly quickly. Yeah. All you have to do is either beat the classic mode or play any mode at all, which involves a fight, exit that mode, and you get a battle with the character you're about to unlock. Yeah, that's the, the random battles, just because I've been playing this as well, they just sort mm. of appear, like, even as we're like, okay, that's, that's the final game we'll play tonight, we're about to put it away, and then it's like, challenger! And then you have to fight someone, it's like, oh, well, I'm not putting it away yet. Then. Is that annoying, or is that fun? No, because they're really short. I mean, yeah. what are they, three minutes? Yeah, the battles usually last about three minutes. The first few are really easy, mm. and then the last few that you unlock, the computer gets a lot harder. Mm. But if you fail them, you get another chance later on. Oh, okay. So it's not too much of a hassle if you don't manage no. to win mm-hmm. it. So I actually used to like the old-fashioned way of unlocking, and th- this is actually one thing that marks the current Smash Brothers down versus the original. Mm. So in the original, you have, and the, fir- the next two or three in the series, you had to complete specific challenges in order to unlock characters. So Captain Falcon, you would unlock by completing the game in under 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, for example, and there was a target smash mode. If you complete that with all of the characters you unlocked, mm-hmm. I think that was Ness in the first game. This one, you don't have specific unlock criteria. Yeah. It's just you unlock a random character. Okay. Uh, so I think that's um, designed for the people who play it more as an online experience. They want mm. to be able to get to all of the characters really quickly. Yeah. Mm. But they also wanted to appeal to the people who like unlocking things. Um, so they've just, like smashed up and gone oh yeah here have a random fighter every 10 minutes yeah so so that leads us into the next question i want to ask about this um could you tell us about all the different ways of playing this game because there are many different game options and modes yes so briefly (laughs) explain each so like the the standard smash brothers is uh, a multiplayer beat-em-up where it was one of the first games to have four player beat them up mm-hmm. and that's you can play four player player locally uh in the last two including this one you can go up to eight players um and you you just have eight people around a console or you can replace them with computer characters you've got about 70 different arenas 
uh, and hundreds of items, including Pokeballs with about 50 different Pokemon and assist trophies, which are just random game characters, to mix up the action. Yeah. I mean, the way I sort of generally describe it to people, if they're familiar with Mario Kart, I kind of say, it's like Mario Kart, but a beat-em-up, in terms of the items just sort of pop out. And yeah. There's different rewards for if you're, like, flagging a bit and, like, you get that little kind of anger charge thing, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah. The, the final, <laughs> final smash when is you're a losing. super move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's been angry. around for three games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. Yeah, so the, It's like Mario Kart. If you're losing, you, it throws you a bone, basically. Yeah. But then you can also customise it so you have sudden death mode where everyone has a stupid amount of damage already to their characters, bombs fly on the screen and the space that you can survive Mm. in gets smaller. There's a single player game which is like probably 15 hours of content and replayable with a new game plus and multiple difficulties. And that's got a story. So that's got a story that someone's taken over the whole of the Nintendo universe and turned everyone into... A cl- ghost statues, thing, effectively. Right? Yeah. And you, as the only character that survives, Aram's favourite, Kirby! Kirby! <laughs> and revive them all, which also allows you to collect um, these things called spirits, which yeah. you can use to power up your character in offline and single-player modes. Um, and there's, like, 1,300 spirits. So for people who like collecting things, there's all of that to collect. There's about a thousand soundtracks that you can collect. A thousand um, soundtracks? Yeah, you unlock soundtracks. I from really, all of I the really games. enjoyed this this part of it. That's actually. crazy. Yeah, you've also, so also got different costumes for the Mii Fighters because there's yeah. three classes of Mii Fighter based on the Mii's they have on the Wii, Wii U. Can you explain a Mii to anyone that doesn't know what that is? It's a virtual avatar, basically, yep. based mm. on what you can design one yourself or you can like take a photo and, and the game, the console will design one that looks vaguely like you. <laughs> Um, and, face. Yeah, and they've decided in the recent versions of Smash Brothers to introduce me fighters, so you yeah. can ha- you can actually fight a cartoon representation of yourself. What I love is um, you can also fight the yoga lady from Wii Fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Wii Fit trainer's been in it since the last game in the series, and oh, she's actually quite good. I didn't good. play that one. <laughs> I came home the other day and Alex was playing it, and I was like, that's the, la- the yoga lady from Wii Fit. <laughs> yeah, and one of, one of the moves you can do is a yoga breathing exercise to restore some health. But what? you have to get the timing right. <laughs> it's very strange. Some, yeah. of, some of the characters are quite random. It's a mm. very eclectic mix of them as well. And Just there's that... a few third-party characters. So we've got yeah. Sonic, Sonic's in Snake, it. Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, yeah. Bayonetta, um, and I think there's Pac-Man, probably some others I've forgotten. Okay. I was going to quickly ask, I mean, there's a lot of characters. How does it? How is it in terms of balance? Are there some characters that are just a lot stronger than others or are they all quite equal? Is it all just down to how well you play as them? It's a combination of how well you play and also your particular playing style. Mm. So I think there are probably some characters who are not very good, some characters who are a little overpowered. Yeah. But in the online games, you don't see any banning of a particular character like when Meta Knight first came into the Smash Brothers series yeah. all of the online things were like no Meta Knights that's the rules because yeah. he, he was, was seriously powerful. overpowered he was Kirby yeah. on drugs basically oh really yeah because he can float the same way that Kirby does yeah and all four of his special moves every character gets four special moves mm. and then some and standard attacks all four of them could get from one side of the screen to the other oh so, so he was, like, impossible to kill yeah. He was impossible to knock off, basically. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Is he in this game, then? He is in this game, but he's been nerfed. 
He's been uh, (laughs) (laughs) poor Meta Knight. Yeah. So what do you like most about this game? Uh, Just beating stuff up is brilliant. (laughs) Well, what stands out about this game compared to the other Smash Brothers? What is making you want to play this? Uh, I haven't completed it yet. So you it, don't know what's And Bill ends a completionist, no, no, I know what's, so he just needs different. it to be so, completed. So, so what is the World of Light is, is a different uh, single-player game. They've had different, yeah. different single-player games since... I think it's the third one in the series. So the last three have had a single-player mode, like an adventure mode, mm. um, which is... With a more, loose story. With more evolved <laughs> than something like Street Fighter where you just travel around the world. You, no. act, you actually have a story and some videos and you have some boss characters... Um, some really nice cutscenes, actually. I've quite enjoyed some of the. the yeah. I mean, especially like the introduction to the story. I thought it was actually really nicely animated. Yeah, but I, I think the thing that always always gets me coming back to Smash Brothers is it's always fun to play, but this one just has loads of things to collect and lots of challenges. There's something called the Spirit Board, which allows you is another way to unlock the spirits, yeah. where you get up to ten challenges with special rules. Like you might have uh, low gravity and your opponents always run away and you have to knock them all off in less than two minutes. Yeah. Mm. Or they might be giant and made of metal and it's a stamina battle, which means you only take a certain amount of damage and then that's it. I like the one where you have a hundred fighters to beat. It's so hard. Yeah, they still got sentry smash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hundred fighters as quickly as you can without getting knocked it's off so yourself. so hard. And there's all-star smash where you go through all of the fighters in the game, which is 70-something. And they, they're much harder than the sentry smash. Or there's crawl smash which is the same as Century Smash, but they're all the hardest level of computer. Oh, my goodness. It's just, yeah, it, there's so much mayhem and fun to be had. Yeah. Um, so what what is the worst thing about the game, in your opinion? So uh, I've already touched on the thing that marks it down from previous entries in the series, is that it's geared up to people who want to play online and want to know the balance of the fighters. In some ways, they've done that really well. They give you access to a library of all of the tips you can find yeah. for every character. And the, the training mode shows you how far each hit knocks, yeah. depending on how much damage your opponent's taken, precisely where the hitboxes are, yeah. things like that. It's great for the online uh, players. But the, uh, the way you unlock the characters, I much preferred it when you unlocked things by doing very certain, specific yeah, actions. Certain like challenges. beat the game with a particular character in less than a certain amount of time. And they've still got some challenges. They've got like eight walls of challenges for the eight different major modes. Yeah. But they just unlock some coins or something. It, it's not as good as when you're unlocking characters. It's like, oh yeah, now I've got a good character. Not as rewarding. It's not as rewarding, yeah. Mm. Okay. So what would you rate this out of 10? I'd give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Ooh. And you've played this as well? I've played it as well, but I, I don't know if I've played it really enough to rate it, but I'd probably probably give it an 8 just because I like it, but I don't love it, but that's just a gaming preference. Yeah. We need to play 8-player Smash on a big TV at some point. Yeah, that would be super fun. Although I'm I would Kirby. just be bad. I'm always have eight Pikachu. Kirby's. Always Pikachu. <laughs> 8 Kirby's. 8 Kirby's. like heaven. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. So what are you going to start with? Cat Quest or Dark Souls Remastered? Okay, so basically I uh, had Christmas and birthday quite close together and I got bought Cat Quest by you, Erin. By me, yes. Um, which is a very sweet little game. <laughs> uh, and I also got bought Dark Souls Remastered, mm. which, which is, is not, not a, sweet, a sweet little game. Oh, can we, oh. can we send out the video? <laughs> 
when we do, yes, this, when we should we do, do this podcast. If we could when, when this episode goes out, we we may have a video that accompanies. We will have a video. Uh, hang on a sec. Can I just do an impression of Jen? <laughs> and lots of swearing. We'll ex- we'll explain that uh, shortly. So I'm going to start with Cat Quest. Okay, Cat Quest. Yeah, because the reason I'm doing two is that I've only played a bit of each, and I've played roughly the same amount of each. Yeah. Um, partly because they're quite a nice antidote for each other because they're pretty much polar opposites, but weirdly. <laughs> In a similar sort of story. So Cat Quest <laughs> is almost like the cat version of Skyrim. What? Like, so there's yeah. basically you're caught you're I think you're still called a dragon blood. Dra- in um <laughs> Dragonborn. Yeah, but you're oh yeah, so in Cat Quest you're called a you're a little cat called yeah. Nian, which I think just means cat in Japanese, right? I know, it's the sound that a cat makes, I think. That's why it's called Nyan Cat, because it's like Meow Cat. I thought Nyan was a just meant cat. I thought it was the name they meant. The, the I name thought the Nyan Cat was literally Cat Cat. We can ask Uncle Google later. We'll, we will yeah. ask Uncle Google. <laughs> anyway, you're a little cat called Nyan. Yeah. And um, so this was developed by a Singapore-based uh, company who were weirdly called like Gentle Brothers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. Super cute, right? You're a little cat um, and it's an RPG kind of game. And you uh, basically are told right at the beginning of the game that there's loads of dragons that have suddenly appeared and (laughs) monsters. And then you're told that you're special. Your sister gets taken away, so you have to rescue your sister, but that's by the way. Who's also a cat, yes? Your sister's also a cute little cat, yeah. And it's all, everyone's in like medieval dress. It's really cute. And the characters, you've seen the pictures of the characters. Like they're adorable little cartoon characters. Dogs and, come to say Oh, my dog's outside just staring at us. Hi, did you hear us talking about cats? That's probably why it's come. Woof, 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 woof. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Back to cats and dragons. Your sister's been stolen. Our sister's been stolen and you have to rescue her by defeating the land which has now been invaded by monsters and everyone's possessed by weird dragon mage spirits and you basically similar to games like Skyrim you can either mage yourself up or become more of a warrior depending on what items and things you choose to level up so it is like a really cute sweet version of a game like Skyrim but with cats and sweet little quests (laughs) how about the violence is that like is it cute as well yeah, it's super cute. Aww. Yeah, things just kind of kind of go poof with a little puff of smoke when you kill them. <laughs> and then you drop coins and gold. It's so happy. The music oh, is adorable. This, I mean, this was originally, it came out in 2017 as a mobile game. So mm. it came out on iOS and then on Android. Um, and then it got picked up by Switch, I think, early this year. And then you only came last out... Year? Oh, yeah, it would be last no, year. No, yeah, last year, because it is now 2019. Yes. Oh, God's sakes. <laughs> Where's the time gone? Um, yeah, so it got picked up by Switch, and then uh, the hard copies, I think, came out. I wrote a note, actually, about when the hard copies came out. Uh, physical release was September of 2018, so not that long ago. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it, it. you can see how it was a mobile game. It's kind of top-down-ish. Yeah. Um, 
and just a very gentle, easy to get into RPG playstyle. So it sounds like you like it a lot. I but love it. It's adorable. Is there anything that you don't like about it? You didn't ask me what the best thing about it is. Well, I could have come to that after. Okay. What don't I like about it? It's quite repetitive. Really? So, yeah, you have to play lots of little quests and all the quests are exactly the same. What kind, what kind of quests are fetch they? quests are so, they? Well, yeah, they are, but they're not. So basically, each quest will have its own unique story and the, the script is quite funny, actually. I'll come to that later. So it will say, oh, um, there's a town of cats who are ravenous and can't stop eating meat. Go and help the cats. Yeah. And so you go to speak to one of the cats and they're like, we need meat, we need meat, we need meat. And you're like, okay, there is no meat. I'll have to keep, kill some monsters and give you monster meat. And then you do that and then they multiply and then you need to, then the next quest is exactly the same. Like, we need meat, we need meat. So you just kill more monsters and then there's more cats <laughs> going, meat, we need meat. And you're like, okay, obviously you're possessed by some meat monster demon and then in the end they've all been possessed by monster spirits or something i can't remember um but all the quests are like that mm. so you basically are told you need to help someone's sister because they're ill right near the beginning of the game go and fetch these herbs but you don't fetch anything you just go into a cave it says all oh, the herbs are in this cave there's a bunch of monsters in there you better clear them out before you get the her the herbs and then when you've cleared them out it always says the same thing which is oh no, the monsters have crushed the herbs or oh no, we can't see the herbs anyway. Oh well, better go back. And like every quest, <laughs> every quest is like that. Hardly ever do you actually pick up an item. So have you actually finished any of the quests? Yeah, loads of them. So you have to do the quests in order to level up. And when you level up, then you can do different stages of the main story. So it's actually quite challenging. Some of the big dragons that you fight are quite hard, especially at the beginning. You're quite low level, but you level up really fast because it's basically a kid's game. Yeah. So the rewards are quick and quick and fast. Okay. Yeah. So what is your favourite thing about it then? It's adorable. Aww. No, it's just adorable. I keep humming the music to myself. It's really Could cute. You hum Can you hum it for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> that was terrible. I'll just um, play the soundtrack later. Okay. It's just super cute. And even though it's really repetitive, I don't really care because it's lovely and it makes me happy and relaxed. Good. And this is all after playing Bloodborne. <sighs> Dark, Souls. Dark, Souls. Dark Souls. Oh my goodness. What am I talking about? I'll kill that. So uh, for some reason, our theme tune has just started playing. Because we're going a bit long. Yeah. Oh, are we? Aaron and I, just... Aaron in particular, spoke at length. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I'll quickly talk about See, Dark, Dark Souls. 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 Yes, not Bloodborne. <laughs> um, Why is it so hard? <laughs> so I, I started playing this game. It's the hardest fucking game I've ever played in my whole damn life. And uh, I kind of hate it and love what? it at the same time. So basically, you just, for anyone who's not played Dark Souls, you essentially spend ages picking a character, but no idea what that means, or, or picking some items or some gifts that go with it at the beginning. You're like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, there's something to do with you, everyone being undead, and mm. the world's going dark and all the lights and fire's gone. That's the beginning. It's a bit vague and, like, fantasy vague, yeah. basically. So you get kind of a big cutscene, and then you're, you just wake up in a dungeon... And you're in like a home of the undead and you just start the game. There is no real tutorials. The oh, game is you're just, just thrown straight in. Pretty much. You get these weird, I don't know if it's in the original game or just the Switch Remastered version, but there's these weird little 
patches of light in the very first level, mm. which give you a couple of tutorial points, but they don't give you anywhere near the information you need in terms of all the variables that you can level up and work on and buy. And there's so many different weapons you can get in this game. There's so many different things you can level up. There's so many different ways of playing. There's so many different, like items and objects and pieces of magic and and it's just it's all guns blazing as soon as you finish the first level it's really hard yeah and honestly i've repeated the same section of a level over days and not got through it what makes it so hard then because it's like you know old school games where so arcade games or even like old Mario games where you die and you have to do the whole thing again. Mm. Except even the hardest Mario levels, you've always got the halfway checkpoint. No halfway checkpoint. Basically, you, have, you can save the game in between bonfires. Um, sorry, at bonfires. Yeah. But the bonfires are so spaced out that it, if you've got to clear a boss and loads of the undead, because there's just undead everywhere. Yeah. You can't die, otherwise you reset and then all the undead are back again. And also when you level up, the undead come back as well, don't they? Well, basically, every time you save, the undead come back. So every time you get to a bonfire, if you save, which you have to do to level up, to repair your weapons, to, um, like, you can restore your humanity, which has different benefits. There's loads of things that you need to do at bonfires. Every time you do that... All the bad guys, all the bad guys respawn. Oh, nice. Hence, I've been playing the same bit of level repeatedly over days, just how far, how trying to level you? myself up. Um, I'm trying to get through like the second boss. The second boss. How many are there in total? Do you know? Like loads. I'm li- I'm right near the beginning. Still. Most most of the I'm really right near the beginning bosses. still. Okay. Yeah. It's famous for being stupidly hard because all of the characters that you fight you have to learn how to beat them. It's yeah. like a mini boss fight, even the, the base characters. Yeah, even your introductory level where you wake up, there's a massive dragon gorgon thing mm. and you've only just started playing it and you've got no idea what you're doing and you've got the worst weapons, you're level five or something, you're crap and mm. it's no mercy. It's just straight into it. <laughs> so hence there is a video of me playing this game where I was screaming using many, many profanities and just going, ah! Because I was getting so angry about doing the same thing again and again. Vein popping out. There was veins popping out <laughs> of my neck. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I wanted to talk about both these games together, basically, because they sort of have a similarity yeah. in sort of vague story and the fantasy setting and everything. But, whoa, are they a different gaming experience. Yeah. <laughs> Are you glad you got both together then? Yeah, it's nice to have an antidote game, definitely. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know how long it's going to take me to get through Dark Souls. And I need to defeat this Taurus demon, which is like the th- There's like a downstairs boss, which I've done in this area that I'm in. Yep. And then upstairs, there's this Taurus demon thing. And when you beat that, you can do player co-op. And I've got a mate who's playing it. Yeah. And I want to do co-op online with him, but I can't do it until I've beaten this boss and I just can't do it. Oh no! I'm just, I've just spent so long trying Keep to do trying. it. Maybe next year you'll have. Oh done yeah, it. maybe in a year's time I might get through. <laughs> <laughs> Would you give in to looking at tutorials or like walkthroughs or anything like that? That won't help you. Really? You have to it learn gives you tactics, but it, yeah, you still yeah have to play I've got the, all the, the tactics. tactics. I know what I need to do. It's just that my my character is so shit, which is why I've spent so long leveling oh, them up. Dear. 
my friend actually said to me, you might want to just start again and pick a different character. But you just think it's the same as every other game where you start with whatever character and some are better than others at some things and then worse at other things. You know, like they might be low on intelligence but high on power. But you just kind of figure you can up-level those things during the game. But this game doesn't work like that. It's quite hard. Yeah, it's just hard. So how would you rate them both so far as we... Um, Mm. I'd probably give Cat Quest like seven and a half. Because it's so cute. Or maybe seven, yeah, seven, seven yeah. and a half. It's adorable and it is really fun, to be honest. Yeah. It's really fun. It's just quite repetitive. Um, but the music and the artwork is lovely. And for um, Dark The monster design is quite fun as well. Um, and then Dark Souls, I, I just don't know. I can't rate it. Really? No, I can't rate well, it. We'll how, how about frustration this. factor out of frustration ten? Frustration factor out of ten from naught to frustrated. Frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I am enjoying it though. I am still playing it, but I keep having hope and then just being full of despair. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jen. Well, will do us all for today. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah. Uh, do, uh, you know, talk about us to your friends. We've got tons and tons of episodes now in our back catalogue. So go back and check them out. Uh, give us a share. Give us a five-star review, please. Yeah, leave we'll a We'll hunt comment. you down and uh, drag you to that motel experience, if not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you very That's much. That's us. That's us. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.